Greetings and welcome to our second session in the Masterclass series. It is the hope that you are ready to prepare for your future today. Have no fear because your future self will thank you tremendously. We will navigate through the process of edification, elevation, encouragement, entertainment, empowerment, and emancipation. Under the guidance of your orator, Kareem Ainsley. Rest assured, you will be keeping it relevant, relatable, and real as you activate your feminine energy and beauty in preparing yourself to be an inspiration to the life of a king. In this episode, we will be covering who should love first, him or her. Thanks for tuning in on the Karim Ainsley channel. Enjoy as we traverse through the encounter. Who should love first, him or her? This is powerful and loaded. The answer may surprise you, however. Let us get into the conversation so we can deduce that which is right and righteous. The feeling that you feel when you have the need for the healing, which compounds the feeling, is nothing but uh, the feverish excitement preceding a bowel movement. This should not be misdiagnosed as anything other than what it is. Three often misused words are lust, infatuation, and love. And though all serve their purpose, a distinction needs to be established. The simple answer to the question is that the woman should love herself enough to prepare for the king. Many people think they are in love, act like they are in love, however, are far from love. This gives rise to the love-likeness state. That is a state that you certainly don't want to fall victim or prey to. I want our females in transition to note and realize that this is their life and we are living in reality. It is not a Disney movie or a fairy tale. That is just what it is, a tale. So, with that understanding, they cannot allow an illusion to drive their reality. It is your insecurities that have been preventing you from loving yourself. This then puts up a wall, preventing you from being in a position to receive love. You have to first accept, understand, reciprocate love before you are ready to share your love. But before you do all of that, guess what? You have to be connected to the source of love, so love can flow through you. As a female, you should not even be thinking about someone becoming one with you until you are able to accept yourself for who you are, improve incrementally on yourself, invest in yourself, 
love and respect yourself, be willing to be with yourself. Females are emotional beings. This emotional nature and disposition causes them to be more predisposed to self-sabotage. Yes, you heard that right. Females are more predisposed to self-sabotage because they allow themselves to be driven by emotion, driven by feelings and not based on principles. This is especially evident in females who exist with the absence of a loving-to-parent household. There is no mother and father cohabiting existing in the household in a marriage union. The father being absent is a big challenge for many females. The mother who does not even understand a man Raising female children or the female child is great injustice. Not to mention, our females living in a household without a man as the head that serve as an example of the natural design. These dysfunction, among others, exist, which creates the atrocities in our females' relationship, family, and society which seeps into the world at large like the cancer of the feminist movement, causing women to lose their place, be disenfranchised and be helpless without the structure or the support that they need. We have to realize that the world's standards has dealt a hand. They have been dealt a hand that will disenfranchise them. They have been dealt a hand which will prevent them from actually getting what they need, though they may be in a position to receive that which they want. But at the end of the day, after having all you want and not having what you need, it may be concluded that your life was not lived. Mothers and other females in the lives of the female can only tell what they know. And if they don't know anything, they can tell just that. Nothing. This is most likely going to get the child, the female, in the same cycle the mother or the other females are in that are counseling our females. A female cannot teach you to be a woman. However, a woman can teach you exactly how to be a woman, so too can a man teach you to be a woman. So too, a woman who is not a wife cannot teach you how to be a wife. Only a wife can do that, or a husband. I hope it is easy for us to connect the dots and see the trajectory on which we are on, because everything is going to come full circle. For many women, it is only when external influences are secured that a change would be probable and it depends on the external influence. We need influences in our females' lives who are credible, reliable, and relatable, not to mention those given righteous direction. A female needs to understand that a man is the biggest opportunity of her life. But she will never get a man if she is a female. Remember, likes attract. 
females attract males. Women attract men. Wives attract husbands. Queens attract kings. You have to be ready for the opportunity. So when it comes, you can move with it. That is why proper preparation prevents poor prospects. Your opportunity is waiting for you. But are you ready to embrace it? That's the question I want you to ponder. Because if you're not ready for the gift, how can you receive the gift? Taking a gift outside of the natural design is creating an aberration. So everything needs to be taken in its season. Hence, it would be bad stewardship for you to receive unto yourself a husband when you're a female. The most you can receive is a male, which will not take you to the destination that you desire to be. Hence, envision seeing yourself where you want to be so you can actually be that person today to reach the destination in fine style. Look at the current state of our household. Do you not see that the males that grew up with females have lost their ways? Many of them, majority of them have lost their ways. They have lost their manhood. They have been so emasculinated in those households. They have become so effeminate and feminized. This is because they were not grown by men. Though women play their purpose in the household, we still need men in the household to be a guide and an example. This disadvantage our males to such a degree that many individuals who are potential men never matriculate into manhood. They never become men. He never becomes a man. If they don't matriculate into becoming men, they will never be suitable husbands. The males, when they turn men, as much as they love, cherish, and respect their mothers, they don't want a female like their mother, especially if she was not a good representation of a woman. The reason is they realize that their way did not work and they don't want a broken family like the one they came from. As a female, all your dysfunctions need to be fixed before you can have a chance at experiencing unadulterated love. Many a times females express hatred to themselves, which means they have not yet been connected to the source of love, which means they cannot even love themselves and as such, these females go into relationships that have no benefit to them, does not add value to their existence, but rather devalues their sacredness and sanctity. A female growing up in a household in which the mother speaks negatively of the child's father is dangerous and destructive. And this causes the child's perception of reality to be skewed. Depending on the household you have been cultured or been privileged to experience presently or prior, you may have heard these statements before. Your father is worthless. He abandoned you. Men are evil. There are no good men. 
you needed to be a strong and independent woman because no one cares for you. All these and more are just lies we need to avoid at all costs. Don't believe them, especially if the mother even mentions the child, you are just like your father. Can you imagine the damage and the hurt the child must be experiencing? The demolition of esteem, the feeling of rejection, neglect? These are childhood trauma that needs to be healed. The woman should be able to overcome these hurdles, you see, to get to a state of a sanctity. Once again, for the big reveal, a woman should love herself first before she begins to think about a man. She must find the source from which love comes. 1 John 4 and verse 7 and 8, it says to us, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. This is very profound, and this passage of scripture summarizes everything that we have discussed so far. It is saying to us that, Beloved, you me let us love one another it is saying to us that each of us should be able to express love to each other why because god is love but god is love how does that affect me and how does that affect you it says that everyone that love it is born of god this is crucial this is critical. If you don't remember anything, remember this. Everyone that loves it is born of God. It means then that if you are not connected to God, you cannot love. It may look like love, but it is certainly not love. It means then that God and love are one. It says everyone that loves it is born of God. So if you are going to say that you are a lover, you must have God within you. And if you cannot say that you have God within you, if you cannot say that you are connected to God, then you certainly don't have love and you know it, not God. But if you do, you know God. Verse 8 says to us, He that loveth not, knoweth not God. Wow! So if you are unable to matriculates to a state where you are expressing love it means then that you have hatred and if you have hatred it means that you don't know god you may know of him but you don't know him because you don't have a relationship with him because what for god is love so in order to express love you need god and in order for God to be within your life, you have to be connected to him. And if you have God, what is it that you're going to do? It comes to us from John 14 and verse 15. It says to us, If he loved me, if he loved me, this is conditional. If you love me, keep my commandment, keep my commandment. So if you love me, to show that you love me as an outward expression of your love towards me, keep my commandments. 
And if you love me indeed, you'll keep the commandments of God. It means then that you'll have respect for yourself. It means then that the woman needs to know how to love herself first. And she can only know how to love herself if she is connected to God. It means then you should be abiding by the precepts outlined in the word of God. That's the only way you can stay connected to God. So now we are seeing where it is breaking down all the myths, all the illusions that the world presents to us. It means that you should not elect to be a harlot. That is not of God. You should not be unwilling to submit to your own husband. You should not be unwilling to submit to your own husband. It means that a woman of God, a woman that loves, has to be able to submit, has to be willing to submit to her own husband. He didn't say to submit to every male that stopped by. That is not of God. You should express love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. This is just one fruit that you need to have. And you can find more details on this in Galatians 5 verses 22 through 25. If you love God, if you love yourself, you should elect to be the virtuous woman. That is a Proverbs 31 woman, the woman represented by wisdom. You must be discreet, chastened, keeper at home, good and obedient. Titus 2 and verse 5. The heart of your husband should be able to safely trust in you. Proverbs 3 and verse 11. So if you love yourself, you will have integrity, you will be trustworthy, and your husband will be able to trust you, which means that you'd have been a wife so you can have a husband who trusts you. You must be willing to be a prudent wife. It means that you have to be diligent in your doing. Proverbs 19 and verse 14, you can find more details on that. And as clear as day, this means that we will honor all ten commandments, not nine, not eight, not seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, but all ten. And remember the word of God says, if you love me, keep my commandments, keep all my commandments. And the Bible also says again, if you break one, you're guilty of breaking all. If you have not been exposed to the truth, you may at this point be eager to know and understand what love is. If you are interested in hearing and learning more, please join us in the future as we get even deeper in our exploration for the purpose of relationship direction, investment guidance, and financial redirection. Who should love first, him or her? There we have it, you should by now realize that only when a female has experienced the source of love that she becomes a woman. The woman that uh, she becomes possesses love and is willing and ready to share this love with those she come in contact. In receiving the love, she will be abiding in the will of God. Providing that this is fitting, she will be a wife. 
anticipating the appearance of her husband. When the husband comes along and they are united under covenant and not contract, she becomes a queen fitting for a king. So yes, it is that simple. Love can only be shared when one is connected to the source. Love opens the eyes to the reality of life. Love is willing to submit in accordance to the commands. The woman that loves becomes a wife when her husband appears, will move into becoming his queen. On that note, I want to say thanks for sharing in this encounter with us. It is the hope that your eyes have been opened to the authentic truth. As a woman, love yourself enough to do that which is right, but more so righteous. Until next time, signing out is Kareem Ainsley, loved by women, respected by men. Peace, love, respect.